That's life. That's life. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April, shot down in May. But I know I'm gonna change that tune. When I'm back on top, back on top in June. Good morning, y'all. Today is 11-30-2021, and uh, I had the opportunity to talk to to my cousin, Safira Chung. We talk about her interests, we talk about what's going on in each other's lives, and uh, just an update on how each of us is doing. So uh, I hope you all enjoy. Safira Chung. Um, let's see if I can. I don't know if it's going to record. Hopefully, it only records audio. I think it's only. It may record both, but then I know I can uh, just get the audio. Okay. And you got it, got it, got it, got it. All right. Testing. Isn't that song every morning or what? Every morning I wake up and I. I am woman. I am sexy. I'm divine. <laughs> that song's freaking good. It's a great anthem. I like it. It's nice to wake up to. So how are you? I'm good. How are you? You look very vibrant. Thank you. <laughs> I'm doing well. I did I drank some uh kombucha. Oh, you did? You're you've been drinking kombucha lately? Uh well, my mom bought me a pack when we went to Costco, so <laughs> it's pretty so, good. Do you notice like a difference when you drink it? <clears throat> As far as what, my body? Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't think so, but I definitely like drinking it. Mm-hmm. I actually Just really like you feel healthy. Yeah. Or like, you like the taste of it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think it started, uh, it was like when I started drinking, <clears throat> or excuse me, when I started eating more uh, like fermented stuff. Mm-hmm. So I like was really, really into kimchi. Uh, and then making my own, the pickled onions. And then I made my own sauerkraut. And then I just got really got into like liking that pickled and vinegary stuff. And I feel like kombucha is part of that same like fermented group, you know? Mm-hmm. You like kombucha? Yeah, I do. I like drinking it. I actually haven't drank in a long time though. You know what I want to get? I want to get a juicer. Amazon. Because I was drinking, I got some stuff from Costco. It's like uh it's like celery with like, you know, kale, all that stuff. And it's like, it doesn't taste good, but I feel I actually like it. I don't like it that much, but I mm-hmm. feel good. And I feel like it's, even though it doesn't taste that good, I feel like it's really refreshing, you know? Mm-hmm. It is, but it's a lot of work. It's messy too. I bet to blend it all. Or I mean, to yeah. juice it all. Have you, have you talked to um, Tommy about it? No, does he have a juicer? Yeah, he he was he was juicing for a month or so, and oh. then he noticed a difference, and it was like his celery juice every morning. He but noticed he, a, a difference. In, he noticed the difference of what the way he feels. Like yeah, the way he felt and like losing weight. Oh shit! I don't know if I want to lose any weight because I'm right now I'm at like two o two. So I think I'm at a good weight. I, I need to start actually gaining because I've been doing a lot of like trail running. So yeah, cardio. 
yeah I think the, all the trail running is like thinning me out a little bit mm-hmm. which I mean is not bad but I definitely want to don't want to be like a built like a runner you know I'd rather be built like a medium-sized person or not too skinny <clears throat> but it's been it's been really fun yeah I know I'm jealous so yeah. you just you just had a freaking field day at the beach huh did you guys ride your guys's bikes there no we we put them into uh we put eight bikes into Hayden's truck bed oh yeah and then we took them out there and then we rode from Newport to Balboa it was yeah, just like that- quick ride that looks so fun though. It was. Our our group is so much fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, just like laughing the whole time and just like not giving a shit and just enjoying enjoying our time together. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, isn't it crazy that my trailer neighbor is from Orange County from Anaheim? Yes. That's so fucking small world. crazy. Yeah. Out of all the people that could be parked right next to me. So I met him. He's been here. Maybe him. I think it's him and his wife. They've been here for like a week and a half, maybe two weeks. Oh, okay. So they're new. Yeah, they're they're new. And uh, I went out and introduced myself and I was like, where are y'all from? And then they're like, oh, California, Utah, like Tennessee. They've been all around. Mm -hmm. And I was like, where are y'all originally from? He's like, I grew up in in California, like from Riverside area. But I I, uh, went to school as a kid in Anaheim. And I was like, holy shit, I'm from (laughs) Anaheim. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, I went to Catella. I was like, oh shit, that's right down the street from me. And then I was like, have you ever heard of Angelos? He's like, yeah, I used to go there. I was like, oh. I was like, I was, so that I your was, exact reaction every time. I screamed honestly. And I looked at him and I was like, I looked at him and was like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> Did he think it was crazy too? Yeah, they thought it was pretty crazy. Yeah. Where, so are they staying here for a while or? I'm not sure. So the lady said that her son is, uh, or was it her son or daughter? It might've been their daughter was stationed um, at Fort, I think it's called Fort Carson here. There's mm-hmm. a Air Force base here. Um, and then, but I think they mentioned that their daughter or son, I don't remember which one, but they moved to or got moved to Arizona or Nevada. So they might be moving again. Uh-huh. I'm not sure, but they're cool so far. I like them. Uh-huh. They're quiet. I mean, everybody around here is pretty quiet. Do you get like new people in and out all the time or it's mainly the same people stick around? Um, it's the, it's mostly the same people, but since I've, since I've been here, which has been just in like three or four days, it's going to be two months. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen maybe like, out of, if I were to guess, out of like 25 trailers, maybe like five of them have come and gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I've met some people too. They're all pretty cool. Yeah. It's a cool little community. It's not like we hang out, but but during the day, just in passing, you know, saying hi and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's pretty relaxed. Mm-hmm. I would hope so if you're living that kind of lifestyle, like a super simple lifestyle, you know? Yeah. It's really simple. Yeah. I feel like I, people are friendlier like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's less, I think there's less ego attached mm-hmm. when it comes to living this lifestyle, just because, um, living a simple lifestyle, you don't need much. And there's not much to say, like, look what I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one's trying to show off. Yeah, no exactly. About status over there. So actually though, there are some people with some fucking nice trailers. <laughs> like I'm talking, they're probably like hundred, hundred K, you know? 
gosh. Big ass, nice trailers. Yeah. It's but like those are the mansions of of your- the trailer world. A hundred percent. I like I like walk Zeke out to go take a pee and I like hear their furnace like Rawr! I'm just like they probably got it nice and cozy in there, probably like a <laughs> fucking fireplace. I wouldn't doubt it. How cold is it over there right now? Uh right now it's not too bad. Right now it's like 42, 42 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so but when the- you have your heater and stuff on, it's nice and cozy in there. Honestly, Sappy, I, I like it a lot because there's something about being in a small space where it's like warm and it feels cozy, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like you can, you can be in, uh, it's just, it's like weird. I would rather walk in to my trailer when it's nice and cozy and warm than walk into a house that's nice and cozy and warm. You know what I mean? Okay. It's a little different. I don't know, but it's also like, because I feel warm and it's small, I feel like like uh, a little adventurous, you know, like I'm in a trailer. You know what I mean? Well, it's definitely different. Yes. Yeah, it's different but for sure. It, and it's good for you because you're, you know, a single guy and you don't need much. It's just you and Zeke. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like less responsibilities and living in a trailer too. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's pretty simple. I've had to deal with some issues already. Oh, um, no. But- yeah, like, uh, so, okay, so uh, when my mom was here, the night that my mom was here uh, with Elinda, that night got down to, like, 11 degrees. What? Yeah, it got pretty cold. And my, so I have, so, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to teach you some things. I'm going to learn you some things about the trailer life. So out here, you have the water line. So they have a, uh, a little, like, spigot, or is that what they called? Like, a little faucet, right? Mm-hmm. And they have it outside of the trailer. And then what you do is you connect your hose from that to your RV. Okay. So I had a regular hose before a regular, just a regular garden hose. And they were like, nah, that's not going to work. You have to get what's like an electric insulated hose. So basically it has like, have you ever seen them? So it doesn't freeze, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it has like a wire that uh, electricity runs through and it's wrapped. The hose is wrapped in that wire and then there's a coat like a a sheath over that hose okay and so um you plug that you basically the wire is connected to the hose and then you you connect the hose and then you connect from that hose there's an extension cord coming off of it and you connect that into the outlet so it keeps it warm like Mm -hmm. yeah so it has a little thermostat on it so when it gets to a certain temperature electricity will run through the hose keeping it warm okay i installed a filter so it goes the hose then to a filter and then from that filter to my rv okay and then i wrapped that filter in like insulation and all of that but it didn't insulate it okay and so that filter froze and so the water in the filter from the filter to the rv where the water goes into the rv it froze and i'm pretty sure something cracked in there so Um. when i so it's not it's not leaking but when i turn my water on a lot of air comes through the lines oh. like a bunch of air so i had i ordered the new part today and i think it's going to be an easy fix okay yeah so i took off like the inlet and then i just have to swap it out when i get the new one so why didn't you buy that hose that you needed no i did buy the hose oh. but i i have the hose but i installed the filter after the hose 
Oh, okay. And the the hose didn't freeze, but the okay. filter froze. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I took the fil I took the filter off and then just reconnected the hose. Okay. Um. So I mean, it's fine now, but I. I don't know if part of me wants to buy, so you can buy the wire itself so that you can wrap whatever you want. And I do uh, want to, I do want to buy the wire for that filter, but then I'm like, if I'm only here another month, like, I don't know, maybe not. Uh -huh. Hopefully their water here is not like sewer water. As long as it's, you know, because, <laughs> because, because drinking water on my sink, I have a, a little uh, filter like a, okay. Yeah. So it's just when I shower and stuff, I was using filtered water, but it's not they, that big. So of a they deal. wouldn't, yeah, they would give you clean water if they know you're going to be using it for your trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so that that's something that's been wrong. Um, I haven't had too many issues. My, I do need to get a new propane, so I have to go. I have to fill up propane tanks. Uh, I have two like of those gar uh, uh, grill, like you were going to use for the barbecue grill. Yeah. I have two of those in the front and they last uh, two to three weeks. Oh, each, each tank. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. It's not too bad, but I the cold. Thinking... I was thinking it'd be less than that. Yeah. It's not too bad. So the, the gas runs the furnace and mm -hmm. my stove, the furnace, the stove, and then uh, the refrigerator. If there's not electricity, but since I have electricity, then it only runs the furnace and the stove. And then I have this little ground heater right here. I don't know. Hold on. That one. Mm -hmm. And this one works pretty well. So yeah, it's not too bad. And then I have a bunch. I, I bought, I don't know why I bought so many, but I have three different thermometers inside my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I can always, I, I just, I want to know like how cold it is, you know? Yeah. So right now it's like 64 in the trailer. So it's not too bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but it's, it was a learning experience. Like, um, did I ever tell you about me skirting the trailer? Starting it? Skirt, skirting, skirt. Skirting. Oh wait, you did mention that by for Is that the insulation part? Yeah. So basically you get insulation board and you put it all along the bottom mm -hmm. so that air doesn't go underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Remember we talked about like, if you go camping, you sleep on a. Yeah. So bed. you insert it from the out outside of it on the bottom or the inside. No, from the outside. So basically like you have, so you have the RV, right? And then you have it on jacks, like each mm -hmm. corner has a stabilizing jack. So there's like maybe two feet of space underneath the RV. Okay. And I just get that styrofoam board, like insulation board from Home Depot. Mm -hmm. And then I cut it to the bottom of the trailer. And then I put like a wood frame on the ground so that I taped it to the, to where the trailer bottom is. I take, I put the board here and then I taped it and then I nailed it to the bottom board. So it's taped to the trailer and then it's held on the bottom by that board. So your trailer is immobile at the moment. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So if I wanted to move, I would have to take off all of the board on the outside. Okay. Yeah. So it would be a long process and I would have to find a place to put all of that board. Cause they're like big pieces, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, so what's going to happen in a month? If I decide to move, just take it all apart. Where would you want to move? Closer to Colorado Springs or Denver. Okay. Where yeah. well, it's going to be more expensive, right? Yeah. Um, I am looking at trying to get like an actual place to live, like a house auction. Yeah. Have you yeah. been? 
actively looking? Yeah, I went last week and uh, I I placed my bid and then the next bid, they hit my max. And I was like, fuck, well, I'm out. And then uh, this Asian guy, he just overbid everybody by $500. That's all he did over. It was, it was pretty G. So like they were like going up, they were bidding up, up, up. And then it got to like 290,000. And then the Asian guy just says 290, 500. And then he was going to win. And then right when he was about to win, some new guy stood up and I was like, oh shit. Like this guy just (laughs) came out of nowhere, you know? It was kind of exciting. I was just like, oh, a new yeah, player, you know? I bet. What that guy, what he bid? And then he bid 300, and then the Asian guy, 300, 500. And then oh. the, guy, the guy kept going up 310, 320. And every time the guy would say a new number, the Asian guy would just do 500 over until he won. Oh, so he ended up winning? Yeah. What was the? 300, what was the... 356,000 356, was the selling price. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was it was pretty it was pretty G Asian guy just no just blank blank look real quiet mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. every time somebody bid just five hundred over. So you only you bid on one house. Yeah, that's all there was. Oh. Um, yeah, there it was. It well, it was two properties, but the other one, the starting bid was like three hundred fifty, which was already way out of my mm-hmm. my range. But um, there there should be some more this week. So I'm tonight actually I'm gonna be doing a little bit of research. Uh-huh. Um, so the counties, what the counties do is they have a pre-sale list every Monday and they okay. come out with the pre-sale list of like what houses are going to go up for auction. Okay. So the plan is to check the pre-sale list out. And then if I'm interested in any of them, then tomorrow driving into wherever, whether it's Colorado Springs or near Denver, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then going to look at the houses myself. Um, just to see the outside, but sadly you can't see the inside. You can only see the outside. Wait, when you're bidding, when you're, you have no clue. You only see the outside. What? Yeah. For houses for auction. Oh That's my how gosh. it is. Yeah. So you're taking a complete gamble. I went to see a house. I went to see a house when my parents were here. Yeah. And, um, this one wasn't an auction house. This was just a regular for sale. And they had foundation damage and they had, uh, the realtor said that they had appraised the foundation damage repairs at $80,000. And I was thinking in my head, imagine if you got that house at an auction, not knowing that there's foundation damage, you're fucked. You know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying. Do they tell you damages at all or anything about that? Nothing. For an auction. For an auction. So if you were, if you're going to bid on the house, you know nothing about it. So you're expecting to, to spend a lot on it then. Yeah. Yeah. But the idea is that you're going to get it cheaper. Um, but you could be spending a lot more money on it. Yeah. You can totally yeah. get screwed. So it's definitely scary. Yeah. What, but, what kind of house are you looking for? Like how big? Mm, it depends. It depends. I would like to start off with something pretty small. Like you know? two bedroom, three bedroom. What's small for you? Three bedrooms, small. Oh, no, no. Three bedrooms big for me. Three, like a, you- a two bedroom, a two bedroom would be perfect. Two bed, one bath. Yeah. Two bedroom, one bath. Maybe even a one bedroom, no bath. Smaller and smaller. With your 
trailer then? Uh, <laughs> like, hey, I won my first auction. What did you get? A trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Just a porta potty outside. <laughs> yeah, but nothing too, nothing too crazy. Plus, I mean, realistically, uh, any structural home is a little bit more of an upgrade than a trailer, you know? So. <clears throat> Yeah, but I mean, if you're like content with living in a trailer too. Yeah, I don't mind. Yeah. That's why I'm not, I'm also, I'm not in a rush. I actually, I like it here. Mm-hmm. And I did a little breakdown of my expenses and it's not too bad. My expenses, I think, come out to maybe like 1100 a month total when it comes to like food, gas, plus my rent and utilities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So not it's not too bad. All. It's pretty simple, honestly. And just living off like top ramen or what? No, actually, I'm not eating. (laughs) I'm actually not eating too bad, actually. Uh huh. I do. I do go to like Safeway and I get like those uh, ready meals, and those are pretty bomb. There's like chicken and rice, or I get like uh, they have like a chow mein one. That's pretty good. Uh Or and every morning, every morning I cook eggs. Uh, some bacon and then I got some venison some deer from Alejandro before I left so oh he, yeah he shot a deer like a, a couple months mu- uh, like a month before I left and he uh, sold me like five packs of his deer so I've been eating that for breakfast which is awesome all right just keep it in the freezer until mm-hmm. you yeah is it it's pretty chewy right gamey um, no it's no it's ground it's, it's basically ground up like ground beef oh yeah. oh okay yeah so what I do is I just cook it in a pan and then I just throw some eggs in it. So basically uh-huh. scramble it all together. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. It's real lean, real lean. And it feels good. It feels good. I feel healthy. Um, yeah. It feels good out here. I mean, the air is nice running out here. When I first started running was death. <laughs> yeah. That was real tough. Getting it, used to the cold air. The or elevation. What? Oh, the elevation. Okay. Yeah. One thing I did do out here that was the cold air was I ran when it was like 35 out mm-hmm. and the, 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 the wind, it was like a little windy and it started yeah. to like burn. Like the, when my, my face was sweating all along my eyes started to burn really bad because it was like the cold air on my eyelids and stuff. Yeah. And the saltiness of the sweat, something like about it, like, it or something. and like drying. I don't oh. know what it was. It's only happened like once or twice, but like on a windy day. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, Sappy, it gets real windy where I'm at. Have you ever Googled where I'm living? No. Okay, you have your phone? Yeah. Okay, Google it. It's called Calhan, Colorado. I lived, I live in the desert in a dirt parking lot. And sometimes it gets super windy out here. I feel like my trailer is about to flip. <laughs> <laughs> C-A-L-H-A-N called Jolly RV and Tiny Home Sites. How's everybody doing? Everybody listen to the podcast. This is the the world famous sla- uh, uh, Mama Saps <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, anybody who's in California who may be listening, men and women, if you need your lashes done, she's the woman to call. That's me. You see it? 
how do I go to um how do I do satellite? Uh there's like a there should be like a little cool. square. Uh, there should be a little square at the bottom that shows the terrain. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Oh shoot. Whoa, it's real dry. Yeah. Oh, you don't even have like trees in, over there? No trees, nothing. I didn't even know Colorado had areas with no trees. <laughs> so basically, so basically Colorado, so basically Denver and like Colorado Springs are considered like high desert. They're oh. like, they're like the equivalent of like, say Rancho Cucamonga to like Big Bear, you know? Oh. But one thing I learned was uh, the, the, um, the elevation of Colorado Springs is right around 6,000. <laughs> And that's the an elevation of Big Bear, excuse me, and the elevation of Big Bear is like 6,700. Oh, okay. Yeah, so basically the, the, it's close to the same to like what Big Bear would be. What, what are you at? Um, I'm not sure. That's a good question. Let's see. The beautiful thing about having an iPhone. Let's see, Calhan, Colorado elevation. Yeah, did you see the Santa Ana winds were here? Like yeah, they week? they destroyed your backyard. Uh, <laughs> I flipped over my canopy upside down on my lawn. Thank goodness it was still in my backyard, though. What if? Oh, yeah. If that flew and like destroyed somebody's house? Yeah, I would have. I wonder back. though, would you be responsible if they found out it was you? I think so, right? How would they know it's me? <laughs> Well, let's say let's say they had a camera and they see it flying from your backyard or something. I wonder. That's a good question. Because it's like a natural disaster, right? Yeah, but part of me thinks that you would be responsible. Because I didn't bolt it down or anything. Yeah. So Callahan is 6,500. Oh. Yeah. All right. Oh, it says Callahan is the highest non-mountain town in the United States. What the heck? How weird. Interesting. Hmm. So were you able to were you able to flip back over or was it damaged damaged? Yeah. No, it we flipped it over. It was pretty light actually, but the the top part, like the cover, was pretty torn up. So I have to get a new one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were able to just flip it back and it was fine. Did you end up uh, putting some weights at the bottom or just left it? No, not yet. I'm probably gonna have to like sandbag or something how crazy were the winds it was bad yeah wow. like trees were you know on the street and stuff like that and yeah yeah fires were here fires again yeah, fire. yeah i don't know where that one was i think when i was driving it was like near the freeway how's but, the weather out there right now oh nice i mean we went to the beach and thanksgiving weekend that's true yeah that is true <laughs> yeah and today was like Today was also another 80 degree day. So it doesn't even feel like it's fall or anything, like not even getting close to winter. Kind of sucks. It does. Yeah. Like we wanted, like, oh, we want to wear like fall clothes and make it feel like that. But then it was kind of, it's also nice because we're like, oh, we were able to go to the beach and yeah. hang out with each other. Like that's something yeah. like we wanted to do, anyways. Yeah. It's, it's super fun. But that's one thing that about California is you don't get to experience seasons, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, when it feels like, when it feels like it. Yeah. When Mother Nature wants to. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
yeah here's really nice it's like 60 degrees during the day and like sunny so i just go on jogs and it's oh it's amazing mm-hmm. zeke is knocked out right now so okay when it when it gets to like like the coldest when or when will it get it get cold so they say january and february are the coldest months of the year okay but where you're at will it snow yeah well okay and what are you gonna do are you just gonna stay in hibernate or can you get out uh probably hibernate okay yeah maybe go on jogs there's there's like some nice roads out here and there's also like a this uh place called paint mines interactive park it's like where they have a they said that the back in the day, like the Indians would go there to collect clay. Mm-hmm. And it's like a round trip from there and back is like seven miles. So uh, I've gone, I've jogged there with Zeke before. So if it's going to, if it snows out here, I'll probably just do some light jogs and stuff. I won't go into the mountains and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's been pretty nice, but the. And you um, wouldn't drive anywhere then, right? Like, well, here's the thing out here. They clear everything pretty quick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like. When it snows out here at like 5 a.m., 4.30, like those guys are already, are yeah. Open. Yeah, they're out there clearing the roads. Oh, hi. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, but um, the guy, so the guy who's the property manager here, when I first moved in, I was like talking to him and I was like asking him what I should expect. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he was like, uh, it gets pretty cold. And I was like, how cold does it get? He said last year, last January, it got down to negative 20. Negative 20 for two days, he said. Oh my gosh. Like, and what's, like the, what's average? So that was uh, the coldest. What would the average be? Adam, I'm not 100% sure. But it's been pretty nice so far. But I know it's going to get a lot colder come end of December, start of January. But hopefully, I can be closer to Colorado Springs when that time comes. Mm-hmm. But I think even if it happens here, I'll be okay. Yeah. Um, I like it. It's fun. Are you, are we planning a trip in January? Where? Oh yeah. 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 So, uh, so I need to talk to Braxton about it. Oh shit. You know what? Braxton wants to do it early December in like two weeks. What are you doing in two weeks? Oh, like <laughs> in two weeks. Yeah. I need to talk to him tomorrow. Fuck that guy. One, two. So the week of like the 13th. Yes, I think so. we have a few um it's like smiley's birthday sean is hosting a christmas party and then we have like a family christmas dinner then the cousin's christmas party on the 19th i'm I'm not not gonna make it i know but it's like i have there's a lot of holiday events well what was the plan what was he thinking sedona and for how long four days Total though. So one day worth of driving, camp for two nights, one day back. What's the and weather gonna be like? I'm not a hundred percent sure. Let's check. <clears throat> and also, um, I think it would just be a go to one spot and stay rather than try to go to a bunch of different spots. Right. Well, yeah, for that short of time. Yeah, let's see, Sedona. Did you have exact dates yet or like an what dates were you thinking? Let me let me tell you because he mentioned the dates. Uh, I don't know. Derek said he's not sure. Um, everybody who's listening, 
please put my friend's dog, Derek, in your prayers. I guess Derek's dog has lung cancer. Oh, no. Yeah, we asked him about going. He was like, I'm not sure. I need to get back to you. Julie just went to the um, doctor, and I guess they just found out she has lung cancer. How old is she? She's pretty young. I want to say she's like five. Oh, and she and he takes her everywhere everywhere camping trips and stuff yeah it's super sad because i know julie and eva are like her baby his babies you know mm-hmm. let me see so braxton said leave december 13th and come back the 16th or the 17th all right so let me see how long let's see how long is that drive oh that uh, was like when we went to arizona then yeah, it's like maybe eight hours for you, eight and a half hours. <clears throat> Let's see, Sedona, Arizona. Also, anybody listening, if you know any good camping spots in Sedona, let me know. I had know, hours. I'll find better spots, anyways. Seven, <laughs> s- seven and a half hours, which isn't too bad. Yeah. For me, it's like 10 hours, 10 and a half. And you're only going to do two nights of camping. Yeah. It's going to be a long drive for me. Hmm. 11 and a half hours for me. Fuck. (laughs) That's far. It is. What the heck? For only two nights? uh... But honestly, I haven't seen Braxton in ages, so I'm down. You haven't? No, I haven't seen him in like over, I would say, a year at least. Since he's been gotten engaged? Yeah, I haven't even seen him since then. No. No, oh. because because they got engaged in California and then they left to London right after. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, I got to go. Yeah. I'll let you know. What, so what are, what are those dates? What do you have going on between the 13th and the 16th? Well, like the 13th. Or sorry, the 13th and the two through the 17th. Well, I have like Priscilla's birthday on the 12th. I don't know what we're doing yet. And then Smiley's birthday is on the 13th. And then Shauna's hosting an ugly Christmas party on the 14th. Oh shit, you're busy that whole week. Yeah. And then when I get back, when if we get back the 16th, 17th, that 18th and 19th. The 18th I have the family Christmas dinner, and then the 19th is the cousin's Christmas party. Uh... It's like a pretty packed. And if Wait. you choose, if you come on this trip, you're basically going to be busy from the 12th to the, <laughs> to the 19th. Which, I mean, I'm used to anyways, which I don't care, but yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I really want to miss. I mean, I could miss it. But... You could miss Priscilla's birthday. <laughs> hey, she's not going to listen to this. <laughs> Just kidding. <clears throat> no. Okay. If you guys have like final... If that's like the final plan. I no, it's not. L- let me, let me talk to him tomorrow. Okay. And then once I get the final, I need to talk to Derek too. So let me talk to, he's sleep. Brax is sleeping now. Cause it's, it's like three in the morning over there right now. Okay. That's fine. I mean, as long as I can know by this week, so I can work on my schedule to see if I need to work or not that week. Yeah. And yeah. And schedule my lash clients too. So, so what's the deal? Is California shutting down again or what? Are they shutting down restaurants again? No. Do you guys require masks inside? No. Oh, does California require it? 
in certain counties. Oh. Yeah. But Orange County is pretty lenient right now. Like everyone just like it's normal. Do you know? Have you heard of anybody getting sick recently? Um. Yeah, I've had people got sick already. Really? Yeah. Did you ever have COVID or no? I'm not sure. I might have had it last year, like in early December. Did you lose your smell and taste? No. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I remember getting sick. I started with a headache and like a sore throat. And then like my body was super weak. Lower back pain? I think so. I, my body was achy. Yeah. Yeah. It was like achy. And like, I just felt like super weak and I was so tired. Like I couldn't even get out of bed for like uh, a few days, mm-hmm. but then I got over this, the sickness in like, yeah, a week or two. It felt like a flu, but obviously a little worse. Yeah. And then symptoms would kind of pop up, but then go away. It was like one after another. Well, but did... I didn't ever lose my, my <clears throat> taste or smell. It did come from your country of origin. So <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I'm, I had COVID for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had COVID for sure. You so like how you got that, how did I get it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I got it from Christina and then she got tested. So like she tested positive and I'm like, I got sick from you. I have COVID, you know? Yeah. But it was pretty brutal losing my taste and smell. It gave me the understanding of why. Look, here's the thing. I'm not one to tell people what to do, get vaccine, all that stuff. Yeah. But part of me became more understanding of why it was called or deemed a pandemic. You know what I mean? Right. Like the pain that I felt, like lower back pain and like just the torture of like anything I ate tasted like shit. I didn't want to eat anything, no appetite. Like I can't imagine how that is for somebody who's 60, you know? Yeah. Thinking I'm like, I'm pretty healthy. I'm active, you know? Um, but yeah, it was pretty bad. But it's, it's, I don't know if it's, I'm glad I got it, but it kind of gives me this false sense of in, invincibility now you know because i'm like i've had it and i've heard that once you get covid mm-hmm. you're um six like- you're six to eight times um more resistant to covid than if you were to get the vaccine okay like if you were to get it again yeah, but no, no, no. Sorry. So, if you were to get the vaccine versus actually having COVID, mm-hmm. you're six. I think, or I think it was like six to eleven times more protected than just the vaccine alone. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I listened to Joe Rogan, and he talks about it, and talks to scientists and stuff. And they talked about uh, there was like a test done in like India or something with like over a million people. Mm-hmm. And they said that those who have natural immunity after getting COVID are way more protected than anybody okay. else. So, so people who got COVID don't really have to get the vaccine then. They push it, but yeah, essentially the data says that you don't have to get the vaccine, mm-hmm. which is cool. And I'm glad I got it over with, you know, I don't wish COVID on anybody, but low key, 
if you're healthy, mm-hmm. get COVID. You know what I mean? Like, like I really doubt somebody our age is going to die. Like it's very, I know it's happened and I'm yeah. not discounting. I'm not discounting the people who have died. I'm sorry that there are people who have died. Yeah. But you're, there's like, over probably more than a 99% chance you're going to be fine. So just get COVID and then you'll be immune, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't really interact with too many people out here. So, <laughs> so my chances of getting it are pretty low, I think. So uh, let's chat. When are we starting uh, Mama Saps and Papa Giuliano's Airbnb outdoor adventure? <laughs> I guess when you find a place. <laughs> I'm waiting. Yeah. And when the weather is better, when summertime comes around. Yeah. Next year, when it comes to like uh, January, February, March, I think March and April, there's probably still snow in the mountains. Mm -hmm. But come like June, Saps, you come out here and we'll go backpack for like a few days. Yeah. I'm down. Go stay on the mountains. And you'll be all settled in. You'll know where to go and stuff. Oh man, I gotta tell you, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn here, but <laughs> I've gone probably on like 20 different trails. I know a lot of trails already. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have the time, so yeah. I hope so. <laughs> and and plus having Zeke, it forces me to get out there, you know? Because mm-hmm. part of me, part of me is like, damn, it's kind of annoying to have to like babysit him, right? And like be attentive to his needs when it comes like he wants to go out he needs to go out for at least a jog every day right and it's like dang but then also it's like okay well good because if he wasn't here you wouldn't be running right like you would just be you would find an excuse not to run yeah so it's been good Mm -hmm. how's how's he been like on a leash and everything and with like other dogs and people around not good doesn't like I don't, it i don't know like whenever we go past other dogs his hackles like uh-huh. the hair on his back stands up and he gets nervous but but he doesn't bark or anything we'll we'll walk past other dogs and his hair will stand up and he'll just yeah. like stare at them and we just walk right past him and it's it hasn't been difficult but i hate that there's like this worry you know in the back of my mind you can't like let him off leash yeah. with other dogs anymore. Yeah. You think it's because he hasn't been around other dogs in a while? I think part of that, but then also part of me thinks that, um, so Rambi wouldn't hurt a fly. Okay. But if any dog or car or person would across or go by the property, Rambi would go nuts and bark. So I think him hanging out with her kind of uh influenced him so that he feels that it's necessary to bark and be like a protector you know Uh, so i think that rubbed off on him a little bit but but it it, honestly it hasn't been that big of an issue i keep an eye on him and uh yeah and we go past people pretty quick so yeah well like does he ever try to run out of the trailer or anything nah okay actually okay no he doesn't try to run out of the trailer but Sometimes during the day when the weather's nice, I will lay a blanket out there and then I'll uh, clip him to my uh, cooler and he stays clipped to the cooler and he just hangs out. But one day I was out there and he, uh, there was a cat and he tried to chase, yeah, he tried to chase the cat and he like took off and like yanked his own self Uh and like pulled the cooler. But I was like, 
oh, like I got so scared, you know, because like, I don't know. I just, it's just scary, I guess. But that he could have gotten that dog or that cat. Yeah. Yeah. Is it someone's cat? I'm assuming or stray. I don't know, honestly, because this fucking cat was trying to get into my door. It was like, <laughs> it was like, I heard like steps outside on my little, like there's like two steps coming up to the door, you know, like on a trailer, there's like the little yeah. steps. Yeah. I heard, I heard steps and then I opened the door and the cat like hops off the stairs and just like stares at me. And I'm like, you're fucking lucky Zeke did not just like come to the door. Cause he would have gone after, you, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. The, the, the cat just roams around and like, oh, I'm guessing somebody feeds it, but yeah, the cat just roams around the trailer park. Actually, <laughs> Let me take that back. The RV park, not the trailer park. park. <laughs> it's uh, supposed, to be, supposed to be better. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> what does RV stand Rec- for? Recreational vehicle, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Instead of a trailer? Yeah. Or well, more. is it like the same thing? Uh, I could move mine. I don't think a trailer park, I don't think you can move those. Those are more like trailer homes, right? Those are like the ones that you have to hook or get on. Those are the ones you have to put on like the back of like a a semi, right? Like a flatbed. Oh. Like when you see those on the freeway that says wide load. Okay. I think, I think I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah, probably. Sounds about right. So I'm curious. Okay. I was going to ask you this. I was, I was thinking about what I might ask you on these little podcasts. Mm-hmm. How did you get into doing lashes and, and when, at what point did you become comfortable enough to say like, hmm, I can do this? Like, how um, did you learn? Did you learn from somebody? Did you watch YouTube videos? How did you do it? Well, I've been getting my lashes done for years. And I just remember thinking like, I could never do something like that. It's like so tedious and like, you know, I was like, oh, it just like looks really hard. And then I remember my, my last lash lady, she told me that she was teaching courses. And oh. I was like, oh, okay. And I was just like, okay, cool. You know, like didn't really think anything of it. But then during COVID, when, when COVID hit, I was like, well, we're, people are losing hours. Um, and so I was like giving up my hours. So I was like staying home more. And then I was doing the catering, uh-huh. the catering picked up. But then with catering, I was like, oh, I was like, I kind of want to do more. And I was like, what could I do like from home? Yeah. And I kind of was thinking about it and I was like, flashing would be good. Uh-huh. And I was like, I remember my, my lady saying that she, she teaches the class. So I was like, might as well just try it out. So I did it. And then I just stuck with it. And honestly, it's, it's still really hard. Yeah. <laughs> not, it's definitely not the easiest business to get into and there are times where I'm like, I regret getting into this business because it took a while for you to actually start making money. Mm. Yeah. Like it still takes a long time to do one client mm-hmm. and I, I should be charging more, but I'm like, this isn't really my main, like my main yeah. income. It's more just like side. Yeah. But and also like I just want to make it afford affordable for my clients because most of my clients are like my friends yeah you and like referrals so yeah. and I'm, I'm just doing it out of my home are you so, are like, you keeping pretty busy yeah not bad I have, right now I have like 11 clients 
Oh shit. Nice. Yeah. So, and it honestly works with my schedule. Like I can have clients before and after work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it works for my clients. If it doesn't, then they'll have to find, you know, someone else or sometimes I'm flexible. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember like I had some like mom friends trying to do it or wanting to, and I just like, I had to like give them a heads up. Like it's very time consuming. Like before you can actually make money, you're going to be giving up a lot of your time as in like hours where oh they wanted to learn how to they wanted to do it too yeah oh so like my first client like for a full set it took me like five hours and I had to do I did like three of them for free oh 15 hours there goes 15 hours of my time and I had to purchase I had to buy all my products and stuff and there's like so 15 hours gone like didn't make anything off of that yeah and then like especially if you're new there are clients there's people that don't want to come to you yet mm-hmm. because they don't trust you because you don't have the experience. Yeah. What was nice though, is that I have friends and family who trusted me and yeah. were willing to let me work on them. And now yeah. I've gotten better. So it's like, I'm like so grateful for those people that have stuck it out with me from the beginning when it took me five hours to do their lashes to now down to like one and a half to two yeah. hours. Yeah. That, that's very similar to Anthony with, with barbering. True. How like he started in high school, he just gave haircuts to his friends for free. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't really haircuts, it was like fuck ups. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I think I think uh and it took so, how long? Like two, three hours for a haircut? Yeah, maybe like two hours. But I remember like I think I saw recently, like, do you know his friend Jared? No. I think his friend Jared had posted like a picture or something about Anthony's first haircut and it was like all fucked up. <laughs> but it's was crazy. It like what was it a real picture? Yeah. No, a real picture of like one of Anthony's first cuts. Cause I think he was, I think that was, was like the, the first f- friend. Yeah. Like one of the first times Anthony ever cut his friend's hair <laughs> and they like, they trusted him, you know, like, Hey, just cut my hair whatever, you know? Yeah. And now he, I, I was talking to him, I was talking to him not too long ago and he said he has like over 200 clients. So like, it's crazy that, yeah, Anthony has like 200 clients active. Is he like, still at the barbershop or just at his His house? place, his place, oh, yeah. Man. And he stays, he said he stays fucking busy. Yeah. Like every single day. If he, if he wants appointments, he just tells him I'm open and he gets appointments. But then it's like, that took a long time to get to that point, you know? Yeah. Wow. But yeah, and he's then, keeping really busy. That's awesome. That's how he's able to travel so much too. Yeah, I know. It was always on the go. That's so cool. I'm, I'm so proud of him for- Me too. Like freaking picking it up. Like, I'm going to move to San Francisco and start cutting hair. Yep. <laughs> yep. A hundred percent. Also, how perfect is it that he found this house to rent and it has its own little shop right there? Perfect. Perfect. Gosh. And, and honestly, the barbershop that he was working at shutting down was even better for him because he maintained all of his clients. Yes. He doesn't have to pay the shop anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and he just gets up, ch- kicks it at his house. You know, it's like, he says he loves it. And I love that, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just a day chilling at, with the homies. It is. Yeah. Honestly, and that's actually, you know, what? that's why I'm sticking with my lashing too, is that I literally just roll out of bed (laughs) I get ready for my client to come. And then when they leave, like I get ready for work, go to work, come back, do the same thing, wait for my client. If my client cancels, I'm like, okay, I'm at home. 
so I don't have to worry about leaving the house or anything or coming back home. I just get stuff done while I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, honestly, like they're my friends too. So it's like we catch up. Like, exactly. We just talk the whole time. Like they know what's going on. I know what's going on in their lives. And there's some of my clients who like have become like friends also to where they tell me everything. I tell them everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's really, it's almost like they call it like therapy. Like oh, for sure. I yeah. think that's that's what it is about like salons in general, right? Like even barbershops, how they say like all the guys go to barbershops to just chop it up with the guys, you know? Yeah, you get, to know, each, you get to know each other. Yeah. Your personal goal. <clears throat> and it's probably pretty nice where it's like when you go home, sometimes you feel lonely. You're like, I'm going to make some money, have somebody come over, hang out, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, although it is work, what would you be doing otherwise at home watching TV? You know what I mean? So that, that's true. That's got to be nice too. Yeah. And that actually, yeah, it is nice because now I have no time to watch TV. Mm-hmm. I literally don't watch anything. Like when I come home, I'm already so tired. I have clients until like the earliest I'll have is like a 7 30 a.m. one. Oh, and then the shit. Latest- <clears throat> yeah. And then oh, the latest early. one is 8 p.m. So that means I sometimes don't get done until almost 10 p.m. Mm. So it's like, that's like one of my long days. And then it's like, well, I'm already tired. So I'm just going to go straight to bed. I've already like, condition myself not to watch tv because i don't want to keep myself up mm, yeah like, if i'm tired i'm gonna go straight to bed so i can fall asleep or yeah. like i'm on my phone whatever then i'm just like okay let's go to bed yeah yeah it's it's helped me a lot like sleep a lot better too oh interesting oh mm-hmm. cutting out tv cutting out tv not forcing myself to stay awake just because you're bored mm-hmm. oh i see yeah so now i'm like i need my sleep so i'm gonna go to sleep you know what now that you say that i didn't watch a lot of tv back in texas Mm -hmm. but i don't have a tv in here and like i go to sleep pretty early like i would say the average time i go to sleep is like 10 30 at night Mm -hmm. so usually i set my alarm for like 7 a.m but i'm usually up rolling around at like 6 30 so it's it's actually pretty nice because um yeah that's something that i think i I could be better at is just getting better sleep you know i think everybody could be better at that but Mm -hmm. Well, I also noticed it's just a lot easier for me to wake up in the mornings now. Like interesting. Before, yeah, before when I would, well, like when, you know, when I was with my ex, he, he needed the TV on and he was always watching TV. Mm. So it would keep me up because I'm like, well, now I want to watch it. So I'm going to stay up. Yeah. And it would be so hard for me to wake up in the mornings. I'd be exhausted. And now that I'm by myself, like I do my own routine, I wake up like, by at least by 7 7 30 a.m every day and i'm not i'm not too exhausted depends on what i did the day the night before but i'm like up and i'm like okay i'm ready to start my day and i'm excited to do whatever i'm doing fuck yes it sounds like you're fucking living a vibrant life (laughs) sappy's woman sappy sexy she's divine sappy (laughs) honestly i'm like I'm so happy with my life right now. Oh, like, that makes me so happy, Sappy. <laughs> I, I just, I love everything that I'm doing. It just, it worked out perfectly. Yeah. Like I couldn't ask for a better life, you know, like I'm just, I'm so, I don't know, so blessed and so lucky to, to have what I have already. And you know, what's so fucking beautiful about this. And I ha- have to emphasize the word fucking beautiful is that you went through something that would destroy a lot of people. 
So to see you vibrant and to see you happy and to see you with like yeah. a genuine smile on, on your face. Yeah. It makes me super happy. It's super awesome. Thanks. And <clears throat> I think that's like one of the best compliments I've been receiving is that you look happy. You know, it's like, well, I mean, I was happy before, but I guess like you can really tell a difference. Like the smile is different. The, the, the energy, the, the, you saying like, I'm happy. Like yeah. it, it sounds different, you know, like yeah. you've never told me that before. Right. Mm-hmm. And obviously you went through a situation. So obviously you're talking about your feelings, but again, it's like, it's like you went through a situation that's like, fuck, it's almost like. I, I haven't been through this, mm-hmm. but I can imagine you're saying in your head, damn, how am I going to restart? You know, how am I going to live my life without the person I've lived with for so long? Yeah. But look at you living it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was and, one of the toughest, but the best decision I've ever made in my life. Like, and you know, and I, I see people who like, like give me sympathy sometimes and I'm like or people who are like come up and like really nice to me that weren't really nice to me before mm-hmm. you know or or just like extra nice or like cautious with things around me and like there's times where I'm like I forget I forget what happened they think you're like at, in a fragile state or something yeah yeah mm-hmm. and I'm just like oh well, it happened to me but I'm okay <laughs> yeah. like I'm fine you know but there are times where I do forget that it happened like I forget how how traumatizing it was for someone to go through that. Yeah. You know, and. But that's just, that's just the testament to how happy you are in the moment, right? You're not living in the past. Yeah. You're seeing what's in front of you right now. And you're saying, I have everything I need. I'm fucking blessed, you know? Yeah. That's beautiful. And like, and to think like I would, you know, I was expecting to be married and like start a family at this age. Yeah. But this is like my prime, like you're at your prime because I'm actually established. I'm, you know, like financially stable. I have everything that I need. I have my job, my family, friends to Mm -hmm. where I know. And I know who I am. I know who I am. And I'm also like, I don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks about me now. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So like, like for me to even like for dating right now too, it's like, it's just so much fun because like, Oh, you don't want me? Okay, I don't care. <laughs> like, yeah. On to the next person. Yeah. Like, you know, like I'm not like forcing anything. I'm not settling. I'm not like trying to make anything happen. I'm just like living my life. And if it comes to me, it comes to me. Yep. It's it's so crazy. Like to think like like you know like ten years ago or even like two years ago, I would not have like thought this. Yeah. This was possible. Yeah, like this would be like my thought process or. Yeah. I would be like feeling this way or like living this life. Yeah. Like I thought I was happy. I thought I was happy in that relationship, you know, until I got out of it. I'm like, holy shit. I was not happy. Mm -hmm. I was just covering it up and pretending and forcing it. Mm -hmm. So I think I've, I've mentioned this. I may have mentioned this to you before, but something I always say is once you're able to be happy with who you are Mm -hmm. and be happy being just with yourself you know you don't need other people to validate you or to make you happy then everybody else around you becomes a bonus Mm -hmm. and it's it's this amazing feeling that it's like 
I don't need you, you know, like not in like a mean way, mm-hmm. but in like a, don't worry. Like I'm fucking happy on my own. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't need you to validate me. If you want to be, trust me, if you want to leave or if you want to be shitty to me, that's okay. I'm happy as, as my own person. And when I find people who are I'm cool with, then it's an even better feeling. It's even a bigger bonus. And you don't, mm-hmm. you don't need those people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ever <clears throat> since like the breakup, I've like found like who my real friends are, you know, like um, relationships I've lost relationships or I've gained new ones or I, you know, my friends have stuck with me and there's times where I'm like, you know, like the old me would really care about what each person thought or if what, what's going on? Like, why aren't you there for me? Why aren't you like, mm-hmm. you know, like happy for me or, or like, what did I do wrong? Basically now I'm just like, well, okay, I guess we weren't meant to be friends during this time. So just kind of like move on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also I've learned to set boundaries. Interesting. Set boundaries and, um, learned to, well, learned when learn when people are taking advantage of me and my kindness. Interesting. Can you, can you give me a little bit of insight? So I have a better understanding of what you're talking about on which part of, um, setting boundaries. Okay. Um, I don't let them control my feelings Mm. or my emotions. Okay. Um, setting boundaries as in certain friends. Like I noticed that if I don't contact them, I'm never going to hear from them again. Yeah. So it was like a, it was like a one-way street and you were the one putting in the effort. Yeah. And, um, and I get everyone is busy, you know, I, I get everyone's busy. They have their own lives. Like, but it's like, it's nice if you reach out every once in a while, yep. check up on your friends, check up on your family, you know, um, I get, I'm guilty of it too, because I feel like I've been like so busy just working on myself healing. And then I'm also out making new friends or doing stuff like that, where I, I forget. And I was like, you know, I need to reach out to this person. I was like, I haven't heard from them in a while or I haven't talked to them in a while. But well, then I'm like, go ahead. But then a part of me is like, well, they haven't checked up on me. So, okay. Well then I guess, you know, if they don't want to check up on me, I'll just kind of wait it out. But there's like no hard feelings. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't take it personally anymore. I used to where I'm like, well, you know what, if they're not going to check up on like, like that, but it's like, if they do, or if I were to check, like, um, reach out to them and they reply, then I'm fine. Like, okay, let's get together. If you can't, well, we can chit chat like this, or if you're too busy to reply, then you're too busy and we move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's been healthy. Like just to think like I'm healing and I'm, I'm acknowledging that this is happening. Yeah. You're present in the moment. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. And then just like the taking advantage of my kindness to like, like, you know, there are people that are always like taking, taking, taking. Yeah. And, and I had that before to where I realized like, they never do anything for me. You know, they don't go out of their way to do anything for me or like, you know, ask me if I need anything. It's always like they contact me if they need something. Mm -hmm. So then I realized, well, if I can do it, I'll do it. If not, I'm not going to do it. Go out of my way for you anymore. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, just know I'm fucking pissed because I'm, I'm hearing about you talking about you checking in on friends. You haven't checked in on me, Saps. Oh, gosh. I don't get no <laughs> phone calls from Sappy. 
Uh, yeah, right. talk. <laughs> I know we talk. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. So what else? What else is new? Anything? Um. Doing lashes? Are you still doing catering at all, or no? Uh, well, for like Thanksgiving, I got some orders, and I nice. Yeah, I just fulfilled orders. Like, if people request it and reach out to me, then I'll do it. But yeah. I'm not like trying to promote myself or anything. Yeah. Um, because, like I said before, it's it became when it became a business, it became stressful, mm-hmm. and it wasn't fun for me anymore. And 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 I want cooking. I love cooking. Like I love cooking for my friends and for my family without no. the stress. I love it. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I want people to enjoy my food, and I want to. I want to enjoy it too with them to where like, there's no one I have to worry about, like anyone like complaining about it. There's almost like you want to cook without the expectation of something, right? Yeah. So if it turns into a business, then you're expected to be a certain way. Yeah. I'm cooking because like, that's my love language. I'm cooking because like, that's how I show like, Hey, I care for you. And I want you to enjoy my food. Mm -hmm. But like I want it to just be a hobby. Like it's therapeutic for me. And that's, I want to keep it like that. Yeah. You know, like people keep asking me like, Oh, why don't you do this and do that? Like make it bigger or like get back into catering and stuff. And I was like, no, well, that's why I have Angelo's and this is why I do lashing. Yeah. So now I have businesses to take care of, but now cooking, I've kept it as my hobby. Yep. And I want to keep it that way because once it became the business, I didn't, I didn't want to cook anymore. Not but, even, not even for the, the hobby part. Yeah, because I was so exhausted of it that I was just like, I don't want to cook for anyone anymore. And I didn't even use my kitchen like yeah. for for like outside of that. Because mm. yeah. it's a lot of work. Like, you know, it's you're prepping, you're shopping, then you're cooking and then you're cleaning, you're delivering, come back and, you know, like loading, unloading. And it's a lot for like one person. So how did you learn how to cook like a lot? Did you like pinterest recipes did you like get cookbooks or did you just experiment i guess a little bit of everything oh, okay yeah i mean like internet helps a lot and different recipes but then i would you know like mix it up and make it my own but the hardest part was for sure like when you have a large party to know how much to buy and how much oh, to cook yeah yeah and then like then you kind of got used to it like okay well i made too much this time or you know, like it's always, always obviously better to have more. Yeah. But then you end up wasting money because that food doesn't. Yeah. I mean, so that's why it was still like, I was still learning. And that's yeah. why that's what it was stressful for me is that I still didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Like, I'm not like for that business part of it. I just, I couldn't get that down. Mm. Yeah. And like, I didn't know how to price things still. So it, it's almost like uh, it would have been better if you had somebody deal with that while you worry about just the cooking. Mm-hmm. But you had to worry about everything. Yeah, I, it was. Yeah, I was doing literally everything. And and that's why I like realized like one of my friends was like, you know, your partner's supposed to be there to help you. Yeah. Not Like just watch you struggle yeah. on your own and force you like to keep pushing yourself and they're not there to do anything. Yeah. So that was tough. Like, and like when I see it, like I see like my friend Frances and her husband, like she just opened her new salon. Oh she, yeah. You guys just like, you guys just went and remodeled it, right? Yeah. And I went to go help her because she wanted to open it up and her husband was there doing everything for her. And she was so stressed out. And like, you know, she was like, 
like nagging him do this and do that. But he just like let her do whatever, you know, and like just knew how stressed she was. So he was just there to help her with everything. Uh-huh. Even though he's like, she's like being like bratty to him and stuff. And I was like, wow. I was like, how is he so patient and so calm with her? Because, yeah. you know, with my ex, it was not like that. Yeah. Like he would get mad at me for mm-hmm. trying to, if I was stressed out and he's like, why are you so stressed? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay. Why are you getting mad now? That doesn't even help me. Yeah. It makes things you know? worse. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, and then like Shanice just did her, um, <clears throat> her black Friday uh-huh. stuff. And she was pretty stressed getting stuff ready for that too. And Nick showed up, surprised her and her employee with dinner and helped her. Oh, okay. Yeah. And helped her. Like, I'm just like, I have to remember, like, that's what a healthy, like, genuine, like, relationship is supposed yeah. to be like. Like, yeah. you help each other out. Yeah. And and it was, it's just nice. Like, okay, like, you know, like, need to get used to, like, that's what it's like, really. Yeah. And it, it's good, though, because then now you're seeing it from an outside perspective, you know? So <clears throat> you're able to see what you may have been missing. Yeah. Whereas yeah, if you're... Because- if you're in it, you may not notice it, you know? Right. Well, I didn't because yeah. my ex would tell me if I was like struggling, I needed help. And I would ha- ha- ask him for help. And he's like, you need to figure it out yourself. Mm. And I was like, well, but I need help. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? And he's yeah. like, yeah, you need to learn how to do things by yourself. You can't always ask people for help. Yeah. And I was like, wait, if, if you need help, it's okay to ask for help. Like, yeah exactly if anyone's willing to help you of course they're going to yeah but he made it seem like i could never ask for it mm. because he hated he hated that i could go to my mom and ask for help for anything like she was always there yeah. it's almost like he was jealous that i had people helping me because he grew up with no help uh-huh yeah like he always so, was like i need i want us to be this power couple i want i want you to learn like to be independent and not always depend on other people for things uh-huh like, but I don't really see what's wrong with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not like you're, you're, you're living off of somebody. You just, you need some help. Yeah. <laughs> like it. he made it seem like I was like this, like couch potato. Burdening like, everybody. Yeah. Not doing anything with my life. Like he made me feel like that. So I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like he always said I wasn't motivated. So. Well, good riddance. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's good though <clears throat> do you ever watch cooking shows i i used to yeah i used to watch them all the time and then it would get me like in like inspired to like okay get in the kitchen i'm gonna start cooking this and that oh that's so cute yeah i mean like so excited like i almost like just want to get out of bed and start cooking something then yeah. I'm, like okay i'm gonna cook something and then i would like go like the next day when it go to the grocery store and grab stuff yeah yeah shoot there was something i was i was about to say about watching cooking shows but i oh 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 okay if you were if i were to tell you sappy i want to i want to try your best meal what are you going to cook me <laughs> what what is something that you think that you are that you have made that is like spot on one of the best things you've made? Like it sucks, but I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. Okay. Um, be- I think because I'm always cooking something different. 
Mm-hmm. And I know everyone always has like, whatever you like to cook. And I was like, I don't know. I don't. You cook I like everything. Yeah. I like to get suggestions and recommend like, like I want you to recommend something. Like if I have a dinner guest, I'm like, what do you want? Yeah. You tell me what you want. I will come up with a menu and different options and then I can have you choose it and I will cook it. It's almost like a, an artist. If you were to tell an artist, paint me something that you paint all the time. The artist is going to say, no, give me some ideas and let me create something. Yeah. And Just I like, like a that. challenge and I like to try something new and yeah. I want to make sure you were going to like it. Yeah. Like that. So, yeah. All right. But- well, next, next time I'm in California, we might have to put you to the test. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I don't care. We'll try it. I know. Um, I love it. I miss Sappy's dinners. I miss, <laughs> I miss those. Um, but right now the, my pumpkin chocolate chip cheesecake is like a hit. Oh shit. Pumpkin chocolate chip. Yeah. Interesting. With the Oreo crust. Oreo crust. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's delicious. Fuck. Actually. I tried it like, okay. I'm not a sweets person and I just bake it. You okay. know, yeah. I tried it the other day and I was like whoa <laughs> I was like this is good and people tell me all the time like they're addicted like one friend was like she woke up every morning to eat eat it for breakfast and then yeah and like some people were like oh they're like their brother doesn't like sweet but they had seconds because uh-huh. it's not too sweet and yeah. it's not heavy because mm. it has that cream it's like it's kind of like moosey I guess uh-huh yeah so how as you said pumpkin chocolate chip what use cake do you use so you 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 bake it from scratch no oh so what was the process or can you not talk about the process no, I've seen my recipe before so honestly i'm not like if people ask for my recipe i send it to them i don't care what what's the process of making this you just mix the cream cheese and then obviously like baked baking ingredients and then the pumpkin puree and then i just buy the store-bought um pie crust oh okay yeah, so you mix whatever ingredients you need for it, eggs, sugar, vanilla, um, and then you um, just, it's like, it's supposed to be a swirl cheesecake. So you separate, um, the like, once it's mixed together, and then you save part of it and mix the pumpkin puree, and then you do, like, layers, and then you use a knife and swirl it together. Okay. Yeah, and then stick it in the oven for about an hour, and then let it sit and cool down. And how many of those have you made already this season? This season? Like 15, 20. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Damn, you're popping them out like a little factory or what? You got a little <laughs> Asian sweatshop over there? Yes. So everyone's like, are you, you're always baking. I was like, well, if people are going to order, I'm going to be baking. That's sick. But, that's cool. Yeah. So that's like, that's what's nice working from home when I'm lashing is that in between clients, I can do things or if someone uh, eats yeah. or before and after work, I can squeeze in time to fulfill orders. Yeah. Yeah. So it just like my schedule has just been working very nicely for me. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I'm loving it. Like, and it's, it's on my own time and I can schedule who I want. I work for myself. Yeah. That's that's legit. I don't think there's anything more that you can ask for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So pumpkin cake. So, okay, I have a question. I forgot who I was talking to, but um, do you know the reason why? Um, so I've always been taught since I was younger that when you make pancakes, 
you throw an egg in there. What's the reason for throwing an egg into like things that you're baking? I know certain things is necessary, but like now they make pancake batter where you don't have to use egg. You just pour in water, you know? I've never put an egg in pancake batter before. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, like store-bought, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've really ever make pancakes, but when I do, it's like the store-bought one and it's usually just water or milk. Yeah, because when I was growing up and I would make pancakes with my mom, she would throw an egg in there. But then as... Like from scratch? You made it from scratch? The pancake no. Bag? No. But she would stick... Oh, in the store-bought one? Yeah, she would still put an egg. And I'm not sure what the reason was, but now we don't. We just put... If I were to make pancakes, it would just be water or milk, you know? Huh. Um, I, the eggs, like, hold it together. Okay. Yeah, so basically it helps bake and helps it rise do you make bread i have before but it's hard it's a lot of work <clears throat> like like from the dough like where you need your own yeah. dough. uh-huh i don't i haven't made that like i don't know if i have the patience for it uh, okay what yeah. about banana bread though yeah like those breads i've made before uh, yeah what about like pumpkin bread i have before yeah interesting is that similar is that similar to making like banana bread yeah that process oh, okay. is the same if you're talking about like loaves of bread like um like a sourdough bread or like that's tough bread, yeah like uh. okay <laughs> you know, it's like it's such a process like you need to make sure everything is done correctly and you're kneading it correctly and then you let it rise like at a certain time and then like i don't know yeah. and i've heard that if you make sourdough you have to have like a starter or something like that where you like let it ferment and all that stuff yeah it's like the yeast yeah yeah sounds kind of interesting almost like a little yeah. science yeah i mean a lot of people started making their own bread during during covid remember during quarantine mm, bread the popular one yeah was they're making their own bread oh interesting yeah you know people people hate disruptions in their lives but a lot of times a lot of good can come out of them, you know, like even like with, with you and, and COVID, right? Like mm -hmm. the restaurant, you're saying like you had to give up some shifts, but mm -hmm. then you started the catering and you started yeah. the lash business, you know? So honestly, like for me, like, I hate to say it, but COVID was like a positive good. for me. Uh -huh. COVID helped me get out of that rut and like figure uh, out yeah. and what I wanted to do. And forced me to start these businesses yeah yeah i so covid was like a kickstarter for me like a head start yeah you know like to get me going and then then the breakup happened and now i'm just like look at that like i'm back to like i'm my own person now like i'm yeah. a new person yeah yeah and it's it's almost like during the craziest times everything around you seems like it's going crazy but mm -hmm. you you got you got thrown into the dirt and stomped on, but you arose as a beautiful flower. <laughs> little, they thought they were pushing you down, but little did they know they were planting the seed, you know? Yeah, made the best of it for sure. That's cool. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, I think we, we did a nice little podcast. I'm not sure how long this was, oh but God, that was really long. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I think maybe a little over an hour, but it seems it goes real quick, huh? Yeah, it does. But, um, so tomorrow I'll get in touch with Braxton and then I'll be in contact with you and we'll try to set something up. Okay. Um, but if not, 
if I don't see you this holiday season well, early, what? You like you're for sure not. I don't think I'm going. No, I don't think I'm going to California because my brothers are going to go to Texas. So I'll probably go because I don't think I've we haven't spent like an actual Christmas in Texas with my dad. So I think, yeah, I think we're going to do that this year. Are Phoebe and David going too? I'm not 100% sure. Okay. Um, But yeah, I'll probably go visit my brothers. But if I don't see you this holiday season, um, after February, maybe March, if it's okay, we're going to plan something for sure. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, we'll set up a badass trip. But um, yeah, let me contact you. I will talk to Braxton tomorrow and then I'll shoot you a text. Okay. Thank you for doing this podcast, Saps. Yeah, of course. It's always, uh, I feel like we always just have stuff to talk about. Always. And we always just, you know, yeah, chat it up. It's, it's never, uh, we always figure something to talk about and there's always interesting conversations to be had. Yeah. It's like deep conversations. Like it's always about like life and growing. It. It's like positive. Yeah. Mature conversations. It. Yeah. And I love seeing you happy. Thank you. All right, Sappy. I'll be in touch with you tomorrow. Okay, love you. Yeah, I love you too. Okay, okay bye. Talk to you later. Bye.